0: So why, why? today a rainy yo I am not but baby you so pretty if a yo 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 what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the live from anywhere chat show I am your host, Sam, and I got a good episode for you today. Uh, I got a guest today that uh, was a prior co-worker, uh, the creator of the KR&B show, and more importantly, a good friend, Brad Kramer. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing great. It's nice to, it's nice to be on a call with you again.
0: Word, 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 word. So I mean earlier we were talking about you know we we're trying to catch up a little bit figure out you know like what everyone is up to and stuff like that but the, the viewers pretty much know like what I've been doing on my day-to-day thing but uh, how have you been let's start off with like you you recently graduated college not too long ago and you you've uh been like living life so how, how's just living life been?
1: It's been pretty good it's had its ups and downs it's like hard times and it's easy times but I mean really mainly what I'm looking to do is just find myself a job right now I've got my hands in like so many different baskets of you know things that I create and then like companies I'm trying to apply for I just I'm trying to make a life for myself I got you know a lot of talents but I'm just trying to find someone who will like let me work for them. you know what I mean
0: I hear you on that I hear you on mm-hmm. that big yeah. thing right now I have a lot of friends that are like they just they got they got the skills, but it's like yo, I'm trying to find the right person that wants my skills. Like pay me
1: for real. For
0: you. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: That's yeah. crazy. And that's if I can like- make a way for myself too, I'll do that. But like right now, I've just been like thinking about life and what I want for my future, and I want some security. You know what I mean? I feel- so that's why that's why I'm looking for like a corporate type of job, but then also mm-hmm. like chasing my own passions at the same time. You
0: know yeah. what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hey, man. You can't, you, you can't, you know, what I've learned is that, like, you can't go through this life, like, aiming for just one thing. You gotta, you gotta shoot in multiple directions. And then if you land in multiple directions, like, the better off. Cause, like, yeah. One thing is like, you, if you're locked into that one thing for the next 20, 30 years, it's like, dang, I could have had my foot in this while I was doing this, also, just because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Uh, i've just noticed that there have been like i work with a lot of older people and like that's one thing that's like they're like they regret the fact that like maybe they weren't doing something else on the side because like they're now at like 40 50 and they go home they go to work and then they go home and they're just like yeah. what do like you for, work at right 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 so i work for carvana which is kind of like carmax but i'm an inventory associate so uh my company buys cars from auctions and they come to our inspection center and i essentially my job is to move those cars around the lot to where they need to go depending on the work that needs to get done to them whether that's wheels getting painted dents removed or they need to get parts installed like engines or it needs to go through the car wash that's all i do is just move cars around and i move like you know all sorts of cars they go that car that's a dude in a motorcycle but i'm moving stuff from like toyotas to like porsches to uh acuras like they just buy all sorts of cars and restore them and then they kind of just get resold again but yeah that's pretty much it on my day it's a pretty easy job so i got you complain
1: because yeah i see you on your story a lot in a lot of different cars so
0: i yeah man
1: figure it out yeah
0: I was just, I started driving and there's just a lot of cars. That, like, I just never thought like I'd just be sitting in casually. Like the first time I sat in a Tesla was when I first started and I was, my mind was blown. I was like, Hey, yo, do, for you yo." and they were like, Oh, there's a card. You got to put the card in the cup holder. And then it turns the car on. I was like, no keys. And they're like, "No, nah, not this model. Not this model. That's
1: like a different level of rich
0: that's what i'm saying yo like we've gotten the model x with the the butterfly doors and it's got its own like it's got a christmas show like you just turn the whole thing it plays music light star flash and it's it's interesting but what i've noticed or what i've learned is that like teslas really aren't cars you hold on to for a long time just because they're, they're like computers like they constantly need updates if you don't take care of it in the right way like They get damaged and they're, they're not like the strongest and sturdiest cars. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't drive your Tesla, like through like Philly where there's a bunch of potholes and stuff like that. They're just not built for like the everyday casual thing. Also, like when they're not charged, once they're dead, you can only really move it at like, it's like five miles per hour because it will auto lock. Like the whole car will just shut off and then you can't move it at all. Like it's weird they're like they're odd yeah also like tesla like they track all of their vehicles so like if you don't make a payment on it or something like that they can put it into like an autonomous mode and it will drive itself like to the nearest like tesla station to get picked up so like it's just those cars are just they're cool but like they're not necessarily for like practical like everyday people like you wouldn't really be taking your car every day to like your office to just drive it home. Like it's something yeah. for like vacation kind of thing, but mm-hmm. like, like practicality, it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That just reminds
1: me of some like SpongeBob clip that I see get shared a lot on social media where Mr. Krabs is like, that's enough show is over. And, he presses <laughs> and it like takes right. the TV that they were watching away from them. That's right, so man. weird that they can just like, take it back if you miss a pay oh god i don't like no. i was just laughing when i heard you describe that but it's kind of creepy to be honest with you
0: for sure for sure. Mm. i mean they're, they're cool though i'll I tell you this much there are, i've driven a lot of them that have white seats and white seats are not the way to go i can tell you that now they are not the ideal for any car but tesla's especially because those things are just dirt magnets and then like yes. they're hard to get out of those seats because the fabric is like it's not quite leather, but like it's like super soft, like leather. But just yeah, again, not necessarily practical. You're better off getting yourself like a nice, like current gen, like I don't know, Prius or like if you want a smart car, like get a hybrid of some sort, like I guess. Yeah. But um before we get into the good stuff, gotta do some housekeeping. So first of all, I've said this in three episodes now. If you, if you guys are not on this, I'm telling you I'm on this. Bleach has returned. It's my all-time favorite anime. Uh, I'm just, it, we're blessed. We're in a blessed time that it has returned for the final arc, the Thousand, Blood, the Thousand Year Blood War arc. And let me tell you, the first episode premiered yesterday. And it is some heat. The animation is heat. I just so just just check that out. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's the rest of it's supposed to be coming to Disney Plus. I think the end of the week or next week. But hop on that. Uh, the second thing we got to talk about is Texas Pete. How do you feel about hot sauce, Brad?
1: I don't use it that often. I just I don't know. Maybe I haven't been using enough of it. But whenever I use hot sauce on food to make it more spicy. It doesn't really give me like the kind of spice that I like, but I mean, hey, to each their own, I guess. I don't know. Maybe i just you. have like a different taste. You know what not,
0: I mean? I hear you. I'm not much of a hot sauce guy myself. Like I will use it. Like if I'm like, if I got like a, a sandwich, like with some fish on it, I might pour a little bit on there. Like, of course. yeah, I don't hold you. Like it's definitely going to be on my chicken at some point. But like other than yeah, that, like that I, too. Yeah, I don't often, like, I don't often go for hot sauce. I don't really, I'm not, not that I'm not a sauce person, but, like, if it ain't barbecue or sweet and sour, like, uh, sauces just ain't really, they don't appeal, I'm not really getting meals that are, like, you need a side of sauce, sir? Like, it's, nah, I'm cool, but. I'm more I br- of, like, a
1: spice. oh, keep going.
0: No, 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 I'm sorry. What were you going to say?
1: My bad, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was just going to say, I'm more of, like, a spicy mayo type of guy than anything
0: interesting uh hmm mayo is hit or miss with me i'm gonna be honest uh i don't normally get it on things like if i get like a sub like a hoagie or something like that like a blt or like i get like an italian or something like that like mayo just because like it does add to like the completeness of a sandwich so to speak but other than that like i'm not really big on like you know, like potato salads or like uh what do they call what are they called? Um what are they called? I'll eat deviled eggs, but like things of that nature where like mayo is like a base, you can miss me with that. Especially like if I go out to a restaurant and sandwiches have them because I don't know why, but like people are terrible at proportioning mayo on things. Like it's either way too much or it's like just not enough at all. But spicy mayo is like I'll get it if it's on a good sandwich. Like, if it's on a, a banging chicken sandwich, hey, I'll take that, all that. Yeah,
1: I was, was going to say, like, did you, I was going to say, like, I meant spicy mayo. Like, there's a lot of uh different, like, Asian food places that I went to that, like, mm-hmm. add spicy mayo on top of what they serve. And yeah. it's, that that's the flavor of spice that I'm more into than, like, a hot sauce type of spice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So
0: you like it with a little bit of sweetness to it, a little, little tangy tangy?
1: Yeah, that. Okay
0: okay word 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 that makes sense that makes mm-hmm. sense um i bring up hot sauce because a man sued the producers of texas peat hot sauce because texas peat hot sauce is made in north carolina i ain't gonna hold you that's a little weird to me that you would sue a company off of the name and it being made somewhere else but like to each his own but like So uh, according to like, uh, what is it? So this independent guy named Philip White, he filed the suit against T.W. Garner Food Company, who he said had been deceiving them when he purchased a $3 bottle of Texas Pete hot sauce at a Ralph's grocery store. He alleges that the company cheated its way uh, up to like the top of the market in a $3 billion company by saying that it's authentically from texas i don't know if it says that on the bottle i'm gonna be honest with you it does say original texas peat hot sauce but like i mean i thought that was just a name to be honest with you i thought it was based on someone from texas i didn't know like the hot sauce yeah a a whole thing but like (laughs) you started laughing that is that's a weird thing to sue someone over like
1: like hey. it's the same energy as like going to Subway with a ruler talking about like this better be a foot long if I'm paying
0: five mm-hmm. like, dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: not all bread is created equal. First of all, sir, I'm <laughs> saying like <laughs> that's come fu- on, that's funny. But I'm glad yeah. we're on the same page with that because that that's just it's odd. I mean, I'm not from what I've read so far, it, it doesn't say that he won. So, which I I don't think you would win something. Like, that's just not something you would win. Like, so what? It wasn't made. It was made in North Carolina. Like, it doesn't stop the hot sauce from being hot sauce. Yeah, I know. It's not a football team like the Washington Redskins, who are now with the commanders. It doesn't change anything. You're still a football team, but we're this is hot sauce. So, tomatoes, tomatoes, that kind of thing. you are the host uh, and the creator of uh, the and b show uh, which I think is really cool but like uh, before we start with the show let's talk about you the genre like k-pop in general how did you get yeah. to like, liking k-pop like where did like how did you discover that that was a genre of music that you liked
1: it was a couple people that were just trying to like put me onto it I guess it was uh two people from it was senior year of high school when I got into it and it was just two people in high school um I think it was one person named like Chelsea or Kelsey or something and then another dude in my stat class named Edward I feel like Edward's cool he like inspired me to do a lot of things he inspired me to dye my hair when I like was getting Mm -hmm. into that and then Mm -hmm. also like I'll admit it, like, low-key, it was a girl at work that I had a crush on that was, like, a BTS fan, and, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, like, when I listened to their music, it was actually hard, and, like, I really messed with it. It was the Love Yourself tier album that... Okay, word. It was, yeah, it was from 2018, and I feel like it just was, like, nine tracks, or no, it was actually 11 tracks, of just, like, all heat, and really, like, high value, like, high production, and really catchy music too and um i don't know it was just an album that you can like spin over and over again and never get Mm -hmm. tired of love yourself here by them
0: word 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 Mm -hmm. um that's what's up i it was similar for me i will in the sense that like the music really just caught my attention um i've been watching anime for like as long as i can remember and the the intros and the outros for these shows were just they'd be so fire i'd be like i gotta figure out what this is and then like once you find one song you like, you can attest to It's like you just end up down a rabbit hole where you just start finding I'm all sorts of stuff, and you're like, "Who is this? What is this? What?" Yeah, what? I know. I didn't know they could come <laughs> like that. They're doing mm-hmm. what? Who? Like, it's just it was just crazy. It was like real shit. It was like a whole nother world of music just like came out, and I had to appreciate it. Like there was a point in time where like that was all I listened to. Like. In my headphones, that was all it was was just rap, uh RB, soul, instrumental. It was just like these people are like they're blowing up over there, but how come none of this is over here? But you had groups like BTS, um, you had uh, I don't know if you I listened to like, PH1. like PH one. There's like one's fire there's there's just so many people that you could like we i mean we've had a couple conversations we just start listing off stuff it's just like there there i don't i don't know how people took so long to get there but word that's it's interesting that that's where you kind of found your interest i will say like i noticed that you had dyed your hair and when you dyed your hair i was like all right this man not necessarily means business but this man is like he's getting, he's feeling his life. He's feeling himself. And I always thought that was cool. Cause like yeah. from what I had known about you, like from seeing you in school and then working with you, it wasn't that you were bland. It was just like, I he just, there's, I don't think he's found something yet that like he's going to wear on his shoulder, something that like people will see and be like, all right, he's into that. And I can mess with that. He's into that. But then like all of a sudden I saw you posting artists. I saw you, the, the clothes you were wearing the people you were wearing, i was like oh man this man is living life the food you're eating i was like all right this man is in the culture and then you like you started learning how to speak well, Did you learn to start speaking korean was that what, you, what that was? i haven't
1: gotten around to that yet like when i was in college i had uh, i had i had minored in spanish and i was like ahead of schedule like i had tested out of a lot of spanish classes so i finished it early so mm-hmm. i was like hey let me try japanese because i was listening to like a lot of j-rock bands at that time and i was like if i do good in this 101 class i'll keep with it and mm-hmm. i did and that wound up being a second minor for me but yeah That's- i mean like when you have first met me you said like he was playing nah, nah nah when you have first met me the reason why i feel like i was that way is because i was still like coming into my own i feel like i it was it was sophomore of high school sophomore year of high school when we worked mm-hmm. together we worked You had asked me like, "How do we know each other?" It's because we worked at a swim club in 2016, right?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Ironwood. Uh
1: Yeah, Yeah, man. man, They're no. They're not alive anymore. They sort of went out of business after that summer. But or did they go out of business, or did they just close?
0: Um. I so I don't know. So when it closed, so uh, you so I was me and Josh were best friends, and his aunt kind of like ran the thing. And when it like went under she didn't want to tell us anything. Like we were asking like all sorts of questions. Like, were we not making enough money? Like, were people just not coming? Was the like, the rate of foot traffic just not as profound as it was? And she was just like, I can't talk about it, but it's been a good run. And it was like, "Wow!" Word. cause I had been working there, like I worked there for five, five summers in a row. So like, it was just like, I really became part of that community. Like I was making burgers for everybody. I was in the concession stand doing it big. Then you came, yeah. started doing lifeguard stuff. Like, it was a cool place to work in the summer. Hmm. When it went under, it was like, where do I go now? Like, what do I do in the summer? But hmm. that just let, I don't know, my my, my adult life kind of started once that place, like, was no longer around. Because I had to really go out and do stuff. Because it was, like, literally, like, down the street from my house. My house was, like, at the corner of the the swim club. But, same what would you say about you know this the korean genre of music and in the, in the japanese music and all that kind of stuff what would you say is like the most interesting like what drew you in the most
1: really when it comes to that it's how the language sounds To be honest Mm -hmm. with you, I have remembered taking a linguistics class and they talked about how like the flow of different languages and the sound of it impacts like the music that comes from that culture and everything. And like the example they gave was like reggaeton music sounds really good because it's performed in Spanish and like a lot of the natural flow of Spanish sort Mm -hmm. of matches up well with like the timing of reggaeton beats. So like I guess how that crosses over to why I mess with like Korean R&B so much is because of the fact that like I don't know what it is Korean just has this like really silky like nice sound to it like some Mm -hmm. of my friends will be around me and like they'll be talking in Korean and I have no idea what they're saying but I'm like yes tell me more so I feel like (laughs) (laughs) so I feel like because of the sound of it R&B music in general just sounds really good when being sung in Korean, like with those mm-hmm. sounds in that language. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that can apply to like Japanese music too. The fact that like, it's sort of, there's only like five vowels in Japanese. So it's really easy to pronounce. So a lot of like really catchy Japanese songs are really easy to sing along to. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. that that maybe is part of the reason why I mess with Japanese rock so much. Cause it's just like, so hard and yeah like i, I said it. it's so easy to sing along to like once you can like hear yeah. what the lyrics are
0: nah you I, I can't agree with you more i would say like the first time i noticed that i was listening to uh uh it was the song love by dean and sid and it was so groovy and yeah. I just had to dance. And then I was like, yo, it's not just the music, it's the way they're singing, the way like you said, there's something about it that's just so smooth. It's it's like you said, silky. Just it complements the music, but it complements the voice. And then, like, when you know what they're saying, it's like, oh wow, mm-hmm. you really did that. You you really I see what you did.
1: Oh, I sh-. hope one oh keep going.
0: No, that that was it. That was it.
1: I hope one day I can like get around to like teaching myself some Korean because like that was always gonna be like the next language on the docket i just knew i didn't like have Mm -hmm. brain space enough for it when i was tackling japanese and spanish at the same time Mm -hmm. hopefully i can like figure out like all the linguistic reasons why it sounds so nice to the ear but as of right now that's all i gotta say it's just something like silky about the way korean sounds
0: i hear you i hear you yeah so that being said like how did you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I, I want to do a radio show. Cause like that to me is crazy. Like the more I've done podcasting, the more I realized, like, I wouldn't mind doing radio. I, this is kind of cool. But I know there's a lot of things that go into putting together a show and things of that nature. But again, like, how did you get to that point where you're like, you know what, let's make a show. Let's show some people what this stuff is all about.
1: Well, it was, you know, the fact that I was in college, it's, I mean, I'll make sure to, like, put the real image out there. I don't have, like, a whole, like, professional radio career on, like, right, actual right, right, right. Yeah, I'm in college radio. And, yeah. you know, after I graduated, WRSU, the station I work at, allows mm-hmm. people to stay around as community DJs. But basically, like, I had joined WRSU junior year of college. That was the COVID year because I had just, <laughs> you know, been telling people, like, I feel kinda of worried, like I'm about to graduate next year. I don't have any experience. I was like, join mm-hmm. WRSU and that's how I got in there. And then it took till my final semester, which was spring twenty twenty two, but that's when I finally shadowing, you have to do uh three sessions with a DJ that's already there. Shout out mm-hmm. to Olivia. She's the person who uh she's the person who trained me. And nice. by that point, I was just, you know really deeply into this type of music I could go into the whole story about like how I got into it because I know that's like a question you have prepped me for but like by yeah. 2022 that was like at the forefront of what mm-hmm. I was listening to do you want me to explain okay. how I got that crazy yeah. into it please All right, so here's how it like came on my radar it started at like the end of high school senior year I was listening to lo-fi music a lot and there mm-hmm. was a song called "Let Them Know" by Elijah who, and it featured this singer named Ocean from the Blue on it. And that okay. song, it, that song was so cool. And then after that, I was like keeping track of what Ocean was doing, and he dropped this album called Love Fi, and it was like a mix of those like fi beats to study to, like those drums with like mm-hmm. really cool groovy R and B melodies, and he was singing like with just incredible vocal chops on there. So like, yeah. I think that was like one of the first times I was like, oh, it's R&B singers over there. And then like BTS had their song Singularity. Mm -hmm. But then after that, you got to fast forward to like sophomore year of college. And that was when like K-pop, like more like hyper, like up-tempo EDM type pop music was sort of starting to grow off on me. And it just wasn't a sound I wanted to hear that much anymore. Like no disrespect to any artists or any fan base. It just wasn't what I wanted to hear. And that was when I had met one of my friends, Michelle. I always have to, like, shout out her because she's, like, basically the whole reason why I'm here today. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like, me and, like, her and then, like, all of her friends, we hung out a lot. And whenever we were hanging out, she always had off. And she would always play, like, Dean, Crush, Hayes, like, all those type of r and yeah. singers. She... And then by COVID times, that became, like, the music I listened to to, like, reminisce on the good old days. And then, okay. like, towards the end of it, as it was breaking out, I just started to seek it out more. And then that leads up to, like, 2022, where mm-hmm. it's, like, my radio show and one of the top genres I listen to. So, yeah, that's just the timeline. I just yeah. had to make sure the people who, like, helped me get here get their flowers. You know what I mean? Nah,
0: I feel that. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's mm-hmm. what's up. That's a, that's a That's a cool story. I'm not going to hold you. Again, like, even though you're like not super, super like professional with it. I think just the fact that like you're broadcasting it somewhere to me, is crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Cool. Cause it's not, it's just not, not that it's not expected, but like I think you're the perfect person to be doing this. Or that you know what i'm saying like there's just I've, i could go on for li- days about it it's just it just works and i mean like I you, you have the you. right appreciation yeah, I, hey man anytime you got the right appreciation for it you know the right things to look out for to like catch people's ears and stuff like that Like, it really does seem like you could build a a, a solid brand off of that even if it's not necessarily like playing on like the official radio waves like there's no reason like i, I could see a spotify playlist or like a a Pandora set list. I know there's, there's a ton of different like stations now that are offering people the opportunities to to have like an hour set session. And usually your, your sessions are like an hour or so. And that, I mean, again, that's just, I've listened in a couple of times and it's just been like, this is it. This is a vibe. Like I wouldn't mind on my way home. This is what I'm hearing. Or if I'm just in my room chilling, it's just, I don't know. You just, there's a gift there and stuff of that nature but it's cool that you found it and like you came to the realization yourself like i like this this is this is just where it's at now like i just mm-hmm. i'm kind of talking in circles just because i just, i'm just into i'm just into seeing other people flourish with the things that they're great at so of course that's so what that's what's up that's a cool story shout out like you said shout out to those people that help you get to where you're at cuz You know what I'm saying? Everyone's got like those select people that like said the right thing at the right time or showed you the right thing. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. it just sparked everything else. Um, That being said, how do you pick your songs or like your, for your set list? Like, how do you do that? Cause like anytime that I've ever tried to put together a playlist for people to put them on, I'm just like, I don't know where to start. Do I start slow, hit some high, hard hitting stuff? and then mellow it back out or do I just hit them with everything all at once like how do you how do you do that
1: sorry I I had i got a random FaceTime from some number I didn't know I just had to oh
0: good you can still (laughs) hear me yes yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I just had to make sure but um I mean I do mainly have I do have a format mostly what I try to do is just you know I'll flip through Spotify or Apple Music oh it's Apple Music for me but I'll flip Mm -hmm. through Apple Music and YouTube and just try to find stuff that I've like never played before I try to Mm -hmm. like not have any repeats or have repeats as little as possible but yeah I do like to start out with something kind of slow something serious that'll set the tone and then get to a sort of high point towards the middle like I remember um, last week I had played that song Daisy by Mirani that was Mm -hmm. sort of supposed to be like the peak of that set every so every set list has like its peak and than sort of a fall. And I remember, I think this came from back when I was a student and my show was 10 to 11. I Mm -hmm. sort of wanted the end of every set list to feel kind of like a lullaby. So that's why I play like a soft type of song at the end. And I mean, nowadays my set list is five to six, so it doesn't really make sense. But, you know, I still like to keep that spirit there. And I mean, there was a time throughout like season two which is the summer Like Mm -hmm. you know this past summer where a lot of my curation was really personal that was probably like the darkest time I had been in since I graduated Mm -hmm. and if you go through that there's like a lot of songs that I've like real deal like cried my eyes out to and everything but I had to change that up because I felt like my set lists were starting to get a little bit too personal Mm -hmm. and like a little bit too real and I sort of want to have a separation between me as a radio host and me as a real person. I see. I guess. Yeah.
0: Because like
1: I don't know, like um when it comes to I don't really know how to describe why I feel that way, but like I just sort of want to give the people something that like everybody can feel. And I feel like yeah. throughout most of last season there were times when it got to be like a little bit too much about me and not about like us, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like at least among my friends and like some other people at Rutgers, there was like a group. Oh my God. There was like a group of people that like Mm -hmm. regularly came back and I sort of just wanted to give them something uplifting and give them something that like everybody could feel. So yeah, long story short, you know, Try to start slow, like sort of like a bell curve type of thing. Start slow, mm-hmm. pick up towards the middle, and uh, end on something soft. And you know, just play music that I think is hard.
0: Word, word. I like that. I like that. Um, that makes sense. Um, the format. I didn't really. I hadn't thought about that, <clears throat> but that makes sense. Uh, from what I've listened to in a couple episodes or a couple um, shows that I've heard. It was very smooth, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt you could definitely tell the transitions were like were like, uh, you know, like you said, the soft hitting stuff, and then like it would progress. And you'd be like, "All right, we get, we're here." I didn't even really realize that like we really made that much of a progression to something else. And then when you reach that peak, like I knew, like, "All right, this this is this was the buildup. This is where we're at." And then the the wind down it was also really well put together because for me ending the show with the songs that you end with, it was like, all right, this makes me want to now after the show go look and listen to more of this and do it in the same kind of format where it's a little soft and then it gets it gets exciting and then it gets soft again as opposed to like last week. Um I didn't listen to last week's episode.
1: Okay. I got you. What were some episodes that you did listen to?
0: Um uh I think week before last, week before okay. last, um, you you we were you had done like a you would reveal you said like pick some numbers or something like that. Oh was yeah, that, that was that was it last? Okay, then last yeah. that yeah yeah I picked number seven. I remember yeah. that, um,
1: that was the Murani one.
0: That was it was just I like the mystery lottery I did like thing that you did there where it was kind of like a pick the songs so you would. See what you end with there, but um, yeah, I, I I liked that. Um, there was one maybe about like a month and a half ago where you played. It wasn't a it wasn't a rad museum. I think it might have been maybe uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Was it? Was it? He, uh, yes, 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 yes. Oh. Yep. Um, the mm-hmm. one that
1: uh ended on um was it the one that had I, I had the song called Cat or the one that had um When Dawn Comes Again?
0: When Dawn Comes Again. Cuz I saved yeah. that and I showed it to a bunch of people and they were like, "Hey, yo, where did you find this?" And I was like I know. I, all I said was my boy's got a radio show and he plays some fire and they were like, "Word. Send me the link." Yeah. And I was like, "All right, next Thursday, I got you."
1: See, that was one of those like emotional sets that like mm-hmm. I uh, I sort of like look back at it as like a fond time, but like I don't wanna bring that I don't wanna bring that back again, I guess. Because I even though like I look back on it positively, I was in a really bad spot then. But like I that whole you. concept is like back then I would sort of like arrange songs in a certain way because that set list started with a song called When the Night Comes by Summer Soul and then like ended on a song called When Dawn Comes Again. So it was like mm-hmm sort of like meaning to that, I guess. And then like, after that, like two episodes after that, um, there was this, uh, like the set list had two songs by this artist named Weesu, who's not an R&B singer. She's more of like a folk singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. So Like I had, I had bookended it with like a song called Hey by her and then a song called Someone Shining. And I had did that because they were like basically the exact opposite of each other where mm-hmm. like hey was talking about like feeling like a loser and feeling like like no one cares about you and shit and then mm-hmm. someone shining was about like feeling like a source of hope for people so it was like it was shit like that you know what i mean and uh,
0: yeah
1: i'm sorry am i allowed to curse on here
0: yeah go for it man. <laughs> All
1: right, because cool, sure. cool, cool, like um yeah so those are some ways that i would like arrange songs like mm-hmm. you know based on like similarities between them i guess mm-hmm. i don't know it's kind of fun like trying to uh bookend a set list with the same mm-hmm. artist
0: That's mm-hmm. always, i hear so. you yeah word 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 that okay so my next question is like do you have a list of like artists that like they always hit like no misses they're always there's always a banger that you can find from them
1: uh well yeah i got a couple um so the first two that I want to make sure everyone goes to check out are Soul and Sama. I just mentioned them together because mm-hmm. they feature on each other's music a lot and they have like 20 songs together and they just have that like silky, groovy vibe that a lot of you know, mm-hmm. singers have. And, um, you know, I really like them. They did just recently drop music. Sama just dropped a single, Complicated Needle, some of his best work ever.
0: Yeah, man. Soul
1: just, yeah, you heard it hmm hey and soul just dropped the album imagine club it's kind of crazy though, the fact that she's been in the game since 2017 and just dropped a full length now but yeah soul's album is fire and then there was also like mirani i had uh that was a song you got in that lottery she's more of a rapper she has kind of like rico nasty type vibes mm-hmm. i i really rock with her and then um i would say haze uh she's her name is spelled h-e-i-z-e not H A Z E. but yeah and she has like kind of a jazz inspiration to her music there's like an instrumental outro on every album she releases she's Mm -hmm. she's crazy she goes crazy on all her music
0: word 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 You, you you're not wrong uh i personally listen to all those artists and they they all they all just like it's a slice of life stuff man like you you know they always put me in a great mood or like they just, I don't know, it's like, whatever mood I'm feeling, somehow the music will connect to that mood, good, bad, sad, whatever, like, they just, they hit all the ranges of emotions, I don't, I don't know how they do it, but they do it, yo. Know? and it, they, it's, immaculate. it's immaculate, it's yeah. immaculate. And I feel
1: that, it's like, I feel like R&B singers in general do that, that's just like something that I see from uh-huh. R&B, but like I had said before, like, I I also think maybe like do you think because I remember this being sort of a reason why I got into Japanese music so much mm-hmm. it felt kind of rewarding <laughs> when I had to like go and search up to find out what they were saying so like especially if it was an emotional song and I went on like a little internet journey to like find mm-hmm. out what they were saying it yeah. made what they were saying hit even harder
0: yeah and I feel I, like I that
1: agree. I feel like that plus like how nice Korean sounds all like packages together to make it like its own unique vibe.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It's definitely a complete package. Um, there was definitely a point in time where like I really felt like I needed to understand what they were saying, so I looked up some lyrics, and it was like, oh wow, this just personifies the song. It really For just real? like it unlocks. It. Man, it's crazy. Um you just you, i mean you're just nailing it man like i'm glad that like we can see eye to eye on this because like I, I don't know if it's maybe the people in my circle well i guess it would be but like i, I don't know the people in my circle and like other people that I, like i talk about music with like all of this is just a genre like they just they either purposely stay the furthest away from or they're just like nah man i'm just not interested it's like but you got you 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 once you find it you find it and like the rest is just history. Like, I'm just, it's just, again, like I just appreciate the way you see it. Cause like, man, I don't know where I would be if like I couldn't every once in a while, just like say to someone, hey, did you hear this? Like the same thing with like, um like, you know, Russell, you know what I'm saying, formerly known as Pride, formerly known as D Pride. Like I, for the longest time thought I was the only person that ever heard that dude, I was listening to him in high school. And then one day I played a song and my friend was like, this is kind of all right. And I was like, yeah, right. And then one day I, I might've been like, I was, on, I was riding somewhere and I had was playing a song on my Snapchat and you were like, hey, yo, is that so-and-so? I was like, it is. And you're like, hey, yo, I listen to him. And then the rest was just like, so if you listen to him, then that means you had to have heard of this person and this yeah. person. And it's just. I
1: feel like that's what unlocked that like, sort of deeper level to like friendship rather than just you being a co-worker because but nah I remember having thought about that like when I was looking at your questions and thinking I feel like that's sort of what kind of unlocked that like deeper level to, to go from like co-worker to like friend because I remember mm-hmm. when we were working at Ironwood I remember it was a day when I just looked through your Twitter and saw that like you have responded to pride talking about like this is the hardest shit you dropped ever it was when i don't belong here came out
0: man yeah mm -hmm.
1: to this day i don't belong here it's the like i would say at least like a top 20 album of like everything i've heard of all time and um yeah just the fact that like um we could bond over like a shared interest in that artist was Mm -hmm. kind of cool and i feel i feel bad knowing that like your friends will like hear you talk about like a ph one or like a thumb or something to be like nah I'm not interested and I sort of wonder why that is and I don't know uh I I I'd sort of like to do research into like how language barriers mm-hmm. affect people listening to music and that's sort of one reason why I guess I chose like I feel like my branding can be somewhat low key I guess mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the reason why I feel like I never wanted to like exoticize any of the music that i played and never wanted to say like hey look at this fire music from over here that like i'm putting y'all onto you wouldn't have heard of it because it was a if it weren't for me i i really wanted them to get their flowers as r&b singers more than anything yeah. you know what i mean I hear you. and um you know i feel like hopefully if it if it is any people who like would get turned off by the fact that like some R&B music like if it's R&B fans that would get turned off by the fact that this music is in another language Mm -hmm. I just hope like maybe I can change that you know what I mean because I just you know like all these artists that I play and want more people to hear them you know what I mean it's so like frustrating seeing big pop groups or pop stars be able to get like U.S. tours and everything like that Mm -hmm. because they got fans over here and people rock Mm -hmm. with them meanwhile I'm like why I can't go to a Thama show why is mirani never coming over here like i just want to go to one of their shows Mm -hmm. but i mean hey
0: i can't facts that's why like i'm glad uh 88 rising did like their live radio shows because i was like hey yo this is is the closest i'm gonna get to being live in person with these people so yeah i was in there like swimwear
1: yeah bro in the clouds like the tickets are probably expensive as shit and it's in california like i feel like 88 rising has like rich people vibes to their brand it almost yeah. feels like i can't i can't afford to i can't afford the rock with 88 rising
0: <laughs> i think i hear you <laughs> i hear you yeah, yeah. I, I just i just like the representation you know at the very Real least like, i like them um, so like i you know who dumbfounded is yeah. So like, I was really into like his content and his music, and I still like pay attention to like the stuff that he's doing. But when I started seeing like he was endorsing this, it was like, all right. So you're you're kind of speaking for like, or trying to be like helping be an ambassador for this next wave of just foreign artists that are pushing their own boundaries with their sound and stuff like that. Which like, yeah. I can appreciate Rich Brian for what he did. You know what I'm saying? Glow Stick was like glow stick was like a I see you're catching the wave but then everything that came after that I was like hey yo same with Joji you know what I'm saying the you 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 see where things are going and then he blows up and now everyone's on it it's like appreciate where this stuff originated like let's go back let me play you this let me show you this let me let me just so that you know there's some more heat out there there's some real heat out there there's but she said yeah
1: we but I mean speaking of that if you gotta mm-hmm. appreciate Rich Bryan you gotta appreciate Keith Ape
0: Oh, sh- Keith Ape is the GOAT, bro. The You were the
1: first success that 88 Rising had. Like, Ape's funds are, like, what allowed 88 Rising to, like... Mm-hmm put Rich mm-hmm. Brian on
0: how they did. Mm-hmm. When he was doing stuff with Ski Mask, what, what is it? Ah. Uh, the, the Ichimari Oh, my God. Had yeah. Walk on there, bro. When Walk that a, stuff came out,
1: came crazy on that.
0: people were not ready for that. Same with the Higher brothers. People were just not ready for that stuff, bro. I was like, I'm telling you, they're here. They're here. They're and make... oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it, bro. That's it.
1: 88 Rising's A&R game around like when keith ape came out is so underrated because he was having songs with like denzel curry and Mm -hmm. x and like ski mask and all them like a year or two before he blew up like i think his song with denzel came out before before denzel was even on the freshman list and his song with x like didn't drop right away because well it was rich brian's song but like his song with x didn't drop right away because like he was in jail but that was recorded in 2016 like, mm-hmm. they knew what the next wave was going to be before it happened. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's, like, a level of A&R game that I, like, aspire to be at.
0: Word, word, word. I ain't going to hold you, man. I, I'm, I've i said it to a couple of other friends that are really – they're blowing up in, like, the music industry and stuff like that. Like, you, you keep at it, bro. You know what I'm saying? And just look out for the right people to talk to, bro. There's no reason – like, you know what I'm saying? You won't be there at all. Like, I just, For I real. just, again, I just see you there. I just see you doing it. Like doing interviews, even that just like premiering people's music music them and stuff like that. But in that space, I just, I see it, man. I just, I I, I feel it. I feel it. Man. Thank again, you. I really hope I home can. Home. Amen. Amen. Even if, no, I'm not even going to say even if I'm just going to say, I see it. I feel it. But word, 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 word. Uh, that that pretty much is like everything that I had to cover, so to speak. I just wanted to make sure, like, I got a little bit of backstory and like where the show came from, where your interest in the music came from. Because again, these these are conversations like I've always wanted to have with you, but like there was mm-hmm. just never really the time to do it. And then, given that like we don't live in the same state, it was kind of like, well, we can't really just link up and like yeah. hang out and do this so like i was like you know nice. what yeah right right um it just i don't know this is the perfect opportunity i do plan to you know come back to visit jersey i've already been back once uh was it was a year and a half ago but i do okay. plan to come back again And if i do come through again um i definitely want to like not necessarily make a whole thing of it but stop by or meet up or something you know what i'm saying just because like it's yeah. been a minute like it was just there's, we just, again, there's so much to cover, so much to talk about, so. For real. There's that, but since we're at the end of the show, why don't you go ahead and plug your content, tell them where they can find you, tell them what the name is, and I'll make sure to put all that stuff in the description for later.
1: All right, well, I got two Instagram accounts you can follow me on, they are at whoisbrad underscore, so that's just, like, my personal page and where I post everything else I'm doing, because it's not just this that I work on, I'm, like, a videographer, too, but then, The one that you really got to follow, the more important one, is at krnbshow on Instagram. I'm trying to post reels on there every day because that's Mm -hmm. what, like, the algorithm wants and everything. And I'm trying to post reels on there every day and have song recommendations or, like, other things like that. I just posted something that's, like, three album closers because a lot of times the last song on an album can get pretty emotional. I'm like, here Mm -hmm. are three ending songs out and, and it's just mm-hmm. like fun type of post like that you'll definitely get put onto some new music i'll be posting when i'm live there yeah and um i'm trying to uh get my archive like for my shows up on youtube but i haven't figured that out yet so i'll announce mm-hmm. that when i'm ready maybe TikTok shit too i'm not sure like i'm i'm actually really trying to go as crazy as i can with this
0: word word i mean yo go off that's, that's all i can say is like yo turn up and then, like, don't don't take your foot off the pedal, bro. Cause like, of course, there's just so much. There's so much I, I, I know I know is there. But that just about wraps it up for this uh episode of the Live from Anywhere uh chat show. Brad, thanks again for coming through, bro. I appreciate it.
1: Nah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this,
0: yes, sir. All right, before we get out of here. Let's go over some of these music releases for the week of 10-14, because there's some heat in here. So we got a project by P.J. Morton. We got uh, the little Baby album that came out, which me personally, I thought it was mid. Kind of sounded like everything else he's been putting out. Not really anything like new or revolutionary. Uh, Reese LeFlair dropped a single. Kev Mack and Rick High dropped a single. Robert Glasper. Dropped a project called Black Radio 3, Supreme Edition. There's a lot of heat on there, uh, so I would highly suggest you go check that out. Des Dior and Mariah the Scientist dropped a single. Katori Walker dropped a single. Uh, Joey Fats dropped a project that I really like. Kembe X dropped a uh, single I really like. Ransom dropped a single uh, I really like called Sinatra's Demons. Uh, who else we got? Who Killed Kenny dropped a, little, a small little five pack. I mess with that a lot. T Grizzly dropped a project. Also mid. There's there's a couple songs on there that kind of slap, but nothing super, super big on there. Smoke Dizza dropped a project. Uh, Nardo Wick dropped the deluxe album uh, that he dropped a couple months ago. Jared Evan dropped a project that I really like. French Montana has a single out right now. Let me see who else. Noah Khan dropped a project. It's pretty good. David Morris dropped a project. Emotional Oranges have a single out right now called Petty. Uh, Snot dropped a single called Simple. Landon Sears dropped a single. Uh, Diddy and Bryson Tiller dropped a single called Gotta Move On, and then they got like three different remixes for that. Um, Russell, we were talking about that just a little earlier, he dropped a single called Feel So Right. Pat Jr. dropped uh, two songs. Ford dropped two songs. Bishop Nuru dropped the song. Lil Yachty dropped the... Uh, I turned the wall to Poland. You know what I'm saying? So that's out right now. Uh, Mikami uh, dropped the project. G Herbo dropped the album uh, at the beginning of the week. That was pretty good. But that pretty much wraps up what we got for this episode. Uh, so... Until next time, everybody, I've been your host, Sam, uh, and I'll talk to you guys later.
1: Yeah, Reconore, Ghana. Mm, Mm,